Welcome to Classic Comedy of Old Time Radio. I'm your host, Ron Ecklebarger. It's nearing Christmas, but the Rileys are celebrating Mother's Day. With all our moms do for us, every day really should be Mother's Day, shouldn't it? <laughs> well, today's episode of The Life of Riley is number 200 in the series, and it is entitled Mother's Day Present Explained. It originally aired on May 8th, 1948. It's new, it's amazing, it's Prell, P-R-E-L-L, Procter & Gamble's new Radiant Cream Shampoo in the handy tube. Prell brings you the life of Riley. Prell, the shampoo that removes unsightly dandruff in as little as three minutes and leaves hair radiantly clean, radiantly lovely, presents... The Life of Riley, with William Bendix as Riley. Once a year, husband Chester A. Riley graciously steps aside to let the spotlight fall on his wife. That day is Mother's Day, and Peg Riley receives from her grateful husband and children a tribute she richly deserves. And so on this Mother's Day morning, although it is already nine o'clock, we find Mrs. Riley not in the kitchen where she usually is, but still abed and about to be served breakfast by Riley and the children. Good morning, Dublin. Good morning, Mother. Good morning, Mom. Well, what is this? Breakfast is served, Madame. Here you are, Peggy. Oh. Your favorite dish, scrambled oofs. Oh. <laughs> scrambled eggs. Oh, you shouldn't have done it. Well, I didn't intend to. I tried to make fried eggs, but I dropped them from too high up. <laughs> Oh, it looks delicious. Now, wait a minute, Peg. Before you start eating, we got something to tell you. Well, are you, you ready, kids? Now, do it like I told you. One. Oh, two, no, Pop. Oh, let's not do it, Daddy. Okay. I'll do it myself. Do what? M is for the million things you gave us. Oh, it's only that you're growing old. T is for the tears you shed to save us. H is for your heart of solid gold. E is for everything I left out. R is right, right you'll always be. Put them all together, they spell Peggy. <laughs> A word that means the world. Ooh, me. Oh, Pop. Do you have to be so corny? Oh, he is not corny. I think it's very sweet. Uh, eat your breakfast, Dumplin', before it gets cold. Uh, dear, I can eat in the kitchen. Oh, no, no. This is your day, Dumplin'. You're getting breakfast in bed. And, and you ain't going to wash no dishes today, either. No, sir. Not while I'm around. I'll just pile them up in the sink, and you can do them tomorrow. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. Thank you, darling. Mother, this is for you. Oh, thank you, Dad. Oh, glove. <laughs> Just what I needed. Happy Mother's Day. Well, this is for you, too, Mom. Happy Mother's Day. Why, Junior. Perfume. Oh, thank you, darling. Yeah, and here, Dumplin', this is for me. Oh, flowers. Yeah. What a beautiful bouquet. Are they gorgeous, children? Oh, thank you, dear. My, you shouldn't have done it by this bouquet. Must have cost a fortune. Oh, no, it didn't. I got him. Uh, uh, through a friend of mine who has connections with florists. Oh, they're really... Yeah. But 
this uh, ribbon here. Huh? What ribbon? Well, there's something printed on it. Gone, but not forgotten. <laughs> oh, Riley. Well, that's the last time I'll get flowers from Digger O'Dell. <laughs> oh, I, I don't mind, dear. They're beautiful. And here, Angel, this present for you. For me? Oh, a box of cigars. Happy Mother's Day, Riley. Thanks. <laughs> I knew you wouldn't forget me. Hey, you better eat your breakfast, Dumplin'. Your coffee's all cold. I'll go make some more. Mom, why do you give Pop a gift every Mother's Day? Well, that's, that's a secret. Oh, you say that every year. Come on, tell us. <laughs> uh, oh, no, I, I better not. I don't think your father'd like it. Oh, we won't let on, we know. Oh, come on, Mom, spill it. Well, oh, it's really not such a dark secret, only... Well, you see, your father's not exactly a hero in the story. It happened 15 years ago, and you were only a year old, Dad. Your father had a job as a milkman. He had a tiny little apartment in Brooklyn. And I remember one day your father came home with a clean look on his face. Peggy. Why, Chester, what are you doing home at this hour? Why aren't you working? Well, I, uh... I quit. You you quit? Yeah. No more milk routes. Oh, Chester, why did you quit? You know how hard it is to get a job nowadays. Well, it took you months till you got this milk route. Yeah, I know, Peg, but a man can only stand so much. And after what my boss did, I just had to quit to save my self-respect. Well, what did he do? He fired me. Oh, Chester. He said I wasn't selling enough milk to buy oats for my horse. That horse eats like a pig. <laughs> Besides, how can I sell milk? Look at the route they gave me. Other drivers get residential districts where there's families and kids. Me, I get the beer drinking set. But you sold a lot of milk yesterday. Only because I poured the milk into empty beer bottles. Well, don't worry, dear. There are other jobs. Well, uh, where's the baby? I just gave her lunch, and she's asleep in her crib. Uh, Peggy, promise me one thing. What, dear? Promise you won't tell Babsy I got fired. Why, Riley, she's only 11 months old. Uh, yeah, I know, but she's smart. Remember, she's my kid. I wouldn't want her to know her father's a failure. You're not a failure. Yes, I am. Can't even hold a job. I've been married two years now, and what have I got to show for it? You have a beautiful little daughter. Yeah, but I wanted a son. <laughs> I'm even a failure at that. Now, you stop talking like that. <laughs> You should have married Sidney Monaghan instead of me. Then you'd have had everything. Money, a home, a car. I didn't want Sidney. I wanted you. Well, that's where you made a mistake. Throwing away all that. Just for my good looks. <laughs> hey, 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 I got a job. Oh, Chester, that's wonderful. Yeah, I'll start tomorrow. Oh, I knew you'd land something if you kept looking. Oh, I'm so glad. <laughs> oh, look. Look at little Babsy. She's glad, too. Any Babsy where she is glad while the party is waking, huh? Oh. <laughs> Tell me all about it, dear. What kind of job? Uh, what kind of job? Well, it's uh, connected with baseball. Oh, that's marvelous. <laughs> you always wanted to be a baseball player. Well, I'm not exactly a baseball player. 
You see, they got this canvas with a hole in the middle, and I put my head through it. <laughs> you see? Chester, you mean they throw at your head like in Coney Island? Yeah, but once in a while they miss. <laughs> I won't let you do it. Now, that's final. But we need money. The landlord's been here three times this month for the rent. Chester. Yeah? Sidney Monahan dropped in today. What? Well, he's got his nerve. What is that four flush I want here anyway? Don't he know you're married to me now? That wedding ring on your finger... Uh, that wedding ring in the pawn shop is sacred. <laughs> Oh, don't be like that. He just dropped in to see how we were, and he was very sweet. And he found out you didn't have a job. Well, he offered... Nothing's doing. I won't take no job from him. He can't come here. Riley, he offered me the job. What? He said I could have my own job back as his secretary. I forbid it. Oh, dear, it'd only be temporary just till you get sick. No, not even for a day. No wife of mine is going to go to work. What kind of a husband do you take me for? I got some pride left, you know. Before I ever let my wife go to work, I'd rather see you starve. <laughs> be reasonable, Riley. The, the bills keep piling up. I won't let you go to work for that Sidney Monaghan. I don't trust him. You think I forget how he used to chase you around the desk? Well, he never caught up with me, did he? <laughs> no, but you ain't so fast since you put on weight. <laughs> Well, it's out of the question. Who, who'll take care of the baby? Well, I I thought my father could come in every day. Your father? Oh, no. No stranger is going to look after my baby. <laughs> I'll look after her myself. Oh, then it's all settled. I'll phone Now, wait a minute. I didn't say you but could... dear, you said you'd look after the baby yourself. Yeah, but I didn't mean to... I just said it so that... I didn't want you... It... Trapped. <laughs> Oh, Riley, I got to go now. I'll be late. Now, you know what you have to do? I know, I know. Now, don't forget. Give her a bottle of milk at noon, and she's got to have three drops of cod liver oil at four o'clock. She'll close her mouth, but you have to force it down her throat. I know, I know, I and know. And watch out for open diaper pins, and... Riley, you're not listening. I heard every word you said. Give her a bottle of cod liver oil at noon, three drops of milk at four o'clock, and force an open diaper pin down her throat. Oh. Well, you've got me all mixed up. What are you so nervous about? I know how to take care of her. Now, go on. Well, oh, all right. Goodbye, Babsy, darling. Be a good girl now. <laughs> she sneezed. Maybe she's catching a cold. Wait, will you stop worrying and go to work already? No. Well, all right. But if she gets a fever, phone me right away. Okay. And if that Monaghan gets a fever, you'll phone me. <laughs> Goodbye, dear. Now, see that she drinks all her milk. Yes, I'll see this. Oh, these women are a pain in the neck. Goodbye, Oh, excuse me, Bebsy. I forgot you was a woman. Now, drink up your milk while Daddy looks at the one end. Here, I'll let you hold your little tin cup all by yourself. <laughs> oh, you're doing great. Now, now take a big, big swallow. Go ahead. That's a girl. Hey. Naughty, naughty. Mustn't spit milk in Daddy's eyes. <laughs> now, now you let Daddy read you the one end, huh? I love you. That's what you said. Now, 
interesting. <clears throat> Accountant, bookkeeper, chauffeur. Hey, here's something. Young man wanted. Strong, willing, that's me, conscientious. Must be intelligent. <laughs> Cook, doorman, elevator boy. Oh, there's lots of jobs today. Here, if I didn't have to look after you, I... Hey, I could take you with me. Oh, my daughter. Well, sure, why not? You might bring me luck. Oh, my feet, Let's sit down in attention a minute. So... You're complaining. How would you like to carry me around all day? Oh, what a day. We must apply for 20 jobs. I just can't connect. Boy, am I tired. I... What do you want now? Here. Here, play with your little cup. Now, here, honey. Now, be quiet. Oh. What is it now? No, no, you can't have my nose. I need it to breathe with. Oh, oh you want a pencil? Well, here. No, no, only one. Okay, okay, take both of them. Here. There. Now, be a good little baby and let Daddy rest a minute. I'm so tired, my feet are... I just... <laughs> but, John, the dress was only $36, so I... Oh, John, look at that adorable baby. Isn't she the... Why, look, John, that little tin cup and those pencils. Well, that's a new one. Using a baby to beg while the big bun sleeps. Oh, I think it's pathetic. John, give them all the change you have. Well, all right. There you are, you little sweetheart. Look, John, she's offering you a pencil. Holy smoke, he's got the kid trained. Keep your pencil, darling. Come along, John. Oh, you see such terrible things on the street. <laughs> so I says to him, I says, look here, Lefty, this here is my territory, see, and you're muscling in. So he says, so what? So I says, so this. And I cracks his skull open it. Oh, look at the little baby with that thin cup. Ooh, what a cute little mooch here. Here, baby, here's a fin. Buy yourself a lollipop. <laughs> Yeah, you know, Trigger, a thing like this breaks my heart. I'm just a surfy. What was I telling you? Oh, yeah. So I cracked his skull open, then he pulls a gat on me, so what could I do? Hey, hey. hey. what's the matter? Oh, oh, I must have fallen asleep. Uh, what's that you got in this? Holy smoke, where did you get all this dough? Five bucks and all these coins. Five, ten, fifteen, forty, forty-one, forty-two. All right, boys. Let's see your license. Huh? Uh, what's the matter, officer? You got a license? License? What for? For peddling. Well, who's peddling? I've been watching you with that cup there and those pencils. Oh, well, I... And where'd you get all that money? Well, you I... better come along to the station. It wasn't me. It was the baby. The baby did it. She's money mad. Oh, the baby did it. Don't say a word, Betsy. Let me do all the talking. So you had the baby begging? Yeah, the baby? No. This looks like a case for juvenile court. Come along. No, wait, let go. I, I wasn't doing it. I just happened to... When I woke up, I... 
Oh, my poor little baby, 11 months old, and she's a convict already. <laughs> Second act of the life of Riley in a moment. Oh, Ken, everyone's joining the parade for Prell, Procter & Gamble's Radiant Cream Shampoo in the handy tube. Of course, Prell's a leading favorite for two reasons. First, you'll thrill to your first Prell shampoo because it brings out those natural radiant highlights, leaves your hair more radiant than any soap shampoo, and after Prell shampoo, your hair curls better. It's easier to set, easy to manage. Second, Prell removes unsightly dandruff in as little as three minutes. Doctor's examination proved it. And there's nothing so handy as that Prell tube. No waste, no spill. Prell's easy to use. It's economical, too. You use less, get more lather. So for hair soft and smooth, radiantly lovely, ask for... P-R-E-L-L Pearl Shampoo. Leaves hair radiant, gleaming bright. Not a bit of dandruff is in sight. Comes in a tube, handy, too. P-R-E-L-L Pearl Shampoo. Buy Prell Shampoo. And now back to the life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. Mrs. Riley is telling the children about Riley's adventures as a babysitter with his own baby some 16 years ago. Mother, you mean they actually arrested Daddy? That's right. Gosh, Pop in jail. Well, it really wasn't jail. They, they had a hearing in the juvenile court. And I was there with Daddy? <laughs> you were the star witness, Dad. And you didn't know anything about it? Well, how could I? I was at work. Well, anyway, your father was brought up before this judge. And it looked very bad for him. Order in the court. Order in the court. I'm trying. Young man, one more outburst like that, and I'll hold you in contempt. Folks, they're trying to take away my baby. Nothing of the kind. Nurse Watkins here will merely hold the baby during this, this hearing. Now, you better not try any funny business, or I'll have you all arrested. Young man, you obviously fail to realize the seriousness of the charge against you. Now, please answer my question. Yes, sir. Are you the legal father of this baby? You bet it's legal. I got a marriage certificate to prove it. <laughs> This is no time for levity. You're charged with contributing to the delinquency of a minor. Utilizing a baby for purposes of begging... But I wasn't begging. I don't have to beg. I got a wife who's working. <laughs> how do you account for the money in the cup? Well, how should I know? I fell asleep. And... Oh, you fell asleep while this infant was in your care? I just dozed off. I was tired. I have grave doubts about your fitness as a father. Oh, no. I'm a wonderful father. Why, that baby adores me. Honest, Judge, I'll prove it for you. Those are what it is. He woke up white big daddy. <laughs> oh, now, please, fancy. <laughs> Show the judge how you love your daddy. Now, come on. Come on, I'll let you play with my nose. Here. <laughs> <laughs> good baby, you see. Don't keep at me! <laughs> I want a lawyer, and I want this baby charged with perjury. <laughs> Before the court arrives at a decision in this case, I'd like to see the mother of this child. Where is she? Uh, in Monaghan's office. Probably running around at desk. What? I mean, I, I can have her here in an hour. Very well. Court's adjourned for one hour. Well, come on, Dad. We'll go get Mama. No, no. You'll leave the infant here. Oh, no. I can't do that. I wouldn't think of it. A little baby... You'll be perfectly safe. Nurse Watkins is very competent. Well, okay. You got me over a barrel. But before I go... Well, what are you writing there? Here. Sign this, Judge. What is this? It's a receipt for my baby. I don't trust nobody. That 
judge. Who does he think he is telling me I ain't a good father? I don't need him to straighten me out. It's none of his business. You're right. That's my business. Who's that? It is I, Digby O'Dell, the friendly undertaker. <laughs> Greetings, Riley. You're looking fine. Very natural. Uh, what are you doing in the courthouse, Digger? Well, I've been serving on a jury. It's a new experience for me. This is the first time I've ever been in a box with 11 other people. I'm in an awful jam, Digger. I just come from juvenile court. Well, I was there last week to testify against a gang of hoodlums. They filtered a sign from a travel bureau and hung it on the door of my business establishment. Oh, I was frantic. Why? What did the sign say? Need a rest? Let us tell you where to go. Uh, I had to go to court on account of my baby. They say I ain't a good father. Oh, that is a vile slender. They said I was jipping the public because I didn't have a license to peddle. You see, you've got to have a license to jip the public. Why, that's outrageous. Riley, we must plan your defense. Do you have any character witnesses? No. I'll dig some up for you. <laughs> and I'll get you my personal lawyer, Humphrey Higgins. Good. Good. He's the official attorney for the NAM, the National Association of Morticians. Just watch how he cuts the ground out from under that judge. <laughs> oh, you'll adore Higgins. Crooks swear by him. Well, then he's the man I want. So I've got to go get my wife and take her to the judge. Then go. Find your dear spouse immediately. And don't worry, Riley. I'll get you out of this mess. I have influence in this town. Nobody carries more weight than I do. Well, cheerio, I have some spade work to do. Peg! 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 Oh, she ain't home yet. Oh, when she finds out her poor baby ain't here, I don't know what she'll do. Oh, I... Papa, please don't talk like that. I won't stand for it, Peggy. I won't have my daughter working to support her. Well, it's been her. for a while, Papa. Oh, oh, hello, Chester. Oh, Peggy, I'm so glad you're home. Oh, your father's with you. Hello, Mr. Brocker. Don't talk to me, you lazy lout. Oh, stop it, Papa. Papa, let me at the office. Riley, this can't go on. I will not have my daughter slaving in an office to support a shiftless, good-for-nothing baboon. Oh, Papa, shh. You wake the baby. Yeah, you wake the baby. Now, get your things, Peggy. Wait a minute. Where's she going? She's coming home with me. Get your things, Peggy. I'll get the baby. Oh, no. That baby stays with me. Riley, get away from that door. Oh, Papa, stop you it. You can't have that baby. I ain't letting that baby out of my sight for one minute. Get your baby. No, I won't. Oh, Put Papa, your hands I will. Don't you touch that baby or I'll... Where's the baby? Riley, where's the baby? Yeah, where's the baby? Peg. <laughs> You're hanging an innocent man. Riley, where's Babsy? What happened? There's been an accident. Oh, no, don't get excited. Peg, she's all right. But where is she? Where is that baby? She's in jail. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah, but don't worry. Look, I got a receipt. <laughs> Order in the court, order. What are all you people doing here, anyway? Your Honor, I'm the baby's grandfather. Oh, I see. And who are you, sir? I, sir, am Digby O'Dell. I'm here to help Riley get out of a hole. Oh. <laughs> Very well. Now let's get on. Mrs. Riley, 
Yes, Your Honor. You say you're employed during the day. That's right, Your Honor. And you leave your baby in the care of this, <clears throat> your husband. Yes, but Riley's really wonderful with the baby. He, he's really a wonderful father. It seems to me this whole problem would be solved if Riley could get a job. I tried to, Your Honor, but... He doesn't want to work. He's no good. That's a lie. I looked everywhere. Why, I'd do anything for that baby. I'd even dig ditches. Your Honor, Riley has just gotten himself a job. You're willing to employ him, Mr. Odell? Oh, yes, indeed. I could use a live man down at my place. <laughs> Very well, then. The case is dismissed. Oh, thanks, Digger. Thanks, Judge. Oh, thank you, Your Honor. And, Riley, I hope this has taught you a lesson. Oh, yes, Your Honor. Believe me, I'll never try to be a mother again. I just ain't built that way. <laughs> The Rileys will be back in just a moment. A shampoo headliner. That's Prell, Procter & Gamble's Radiant Cream Shampoo in the handy tube. From Rochester, New York, Mrs. Robert C. Blake writes, I call Prell the perfect shampoo because it's done for my hair what I've long dreamed of. Now my hair is radiant, easy to do, and unsightly dandruff no longer a problem. Yes, everyone agrees. Prell's a wonder for two reasons. One, leaves hair soft, smooth, radiantly lovely. Two, removes embarrassing dandruff quickly. Ask for... P-R-E-L-L-Pro Shampoo. Leaves hair radiant, screaming bright. Not a bit of dandruff is in sight. Comes in a tube, handy too. P-R-E-L-L-Pro Shampoo. Well, that's the story. So every year on Mother's Day, I give him a box of cigars for being such a wonderful mother. Daddy sure was a character. Boy, I'm glad you were born first, Babs. Well, here's the coffee, little mother. Oh, thanks, dear. Daddy, I just found out you owe me $5. I do not. What $5? Well, the $5 I collected in my little tin cup. The five... <laughs> Peg, you told him. Come on, Daddy, $5. Now, wait a minute. She's <laughs> right, Pop. You owe her 5 bucks. Yeah, don't be such a wise guy. Maybe I did take that 5 bucks, Dad. But I gave it to the doctor for a down payment on you. And if I ever pay him the 95 bucks balance, we'll owe you, owe you outright. Folks, this is Ken Niles, happy to announce that over 5,500 retail florists, all subscribers to Telegraph Delivery Service, Flowers by Wire, have voted Mrs. Riley radio's favorite mother. Congratulations, Paula Winslow, for your fine portrayal of Mrs. Riley. And remember, there's still time to remember your favorite mother with flowers on Mother's Day. Procter & Gamble invites you to join us again next week to hear The Life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. The script is by Alan Lipscott and Reuben Schiff. Mrs. Riley is Paula Winslow. Digger Odell is John Brown. The Life of Riley is produced by Irving Brecht. And remember, for radiantly clean, lovely hair, get the shampoo in the tube. P-R-E-L-L, Brown Shampoo. In the... Factory. On the farm. 
in the home. Hey, Mom, where's the lava soap? Yes, Mom, Dad, Junior, all need lava soap to get dirty hands really clean. With a quick lava wash-up, all dirt is off and down the drain. There's no dirt left on hands to streak nice towels. 50,000 tiny scrubbers in every inch of lava's snowy lather. Get deep dirt from skin crevices between fingers, around knuckles and nails. Get the stubborn dirt ordinary wash-ups miss. And hands are sparkling clean in 30 to 50 seconds. Mothers know lava is wonderful for cleaning children's grimy hands, knees, elbows. Mrs. Catherine Delaney of Boonton, New Jersey says, You should see how dirty my youngsters get. But lava gets them clean from head to toe in no time. Yet does it gently. Remember that, folks, and get the soap that gets the dirt. Get lava soap. This is Ken Niles reminding you to listen again next week when Prell brings you The Life of Riley. And now, stay tuned for Truth or Consequences. Good night! Please send your questions and comments to host at classiccomedyotr.com. Come back next Friday for the next episode of The Life of Riley and check in on Monday for the next installment of The Aldrich Family. Until next time, in the words of Phoebe Waller-Bridge, maybe happiness isn't what you believe, but who you believe.